0: Welcome to Chapter Two of HealthSystemsCIO.com's interview with Dave Lundahl, CIO at Presence Health. In this segment, Lundahl talks about the CIO's role in making the IT staff feel appreciated, the governance process his team is rolling out to help prioritize requests, and the challenge of crafting a coherent strategy when you have multiple everything. It's interesting uh, when you talked about uh, moving to this different, uh, you know different care models and how uh, in, in selling that to the team, well, you don't really have to sell it because you're, you're in this position of being able to say, like, all this hard work we're putting in, this is what's going to come out of it. And I imagine that that's something that's really, uh, a, it, it's really an, a good thing to be able to do that and to, you know, to be able to, to show the staff and you know, show all the people in IT and other departments, like, this is the end goal and that you know, we're really playing uh, this key role in improving care quality.
1: No, I think it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. It's a great thing, but it's also a required thing, I think. Um, you know, one of, one of my huge challenges as a CIO is is just manning, managing the, the sheer volume of, of work that's coming our way. Right. Uh, there, there is almost not any, any type of initiative across the health system that doesn't, doesn't require some form of, of information, technology, um, and support from us. And you know when when you put that on top of a, a time where, where you know revenues are flat or declining, that presents a, a huge challenge and and so we're, we're all overworked and, and overstressed so So the requirement comes in and, and trying to tie that back into, well, here's what we're for and getting that in, intrinsic value out of out of your work, uh, I think that that can be a good thing and just reminding everyone of. Of just just how critical and important important we are because sometimes you just you don't feel it you just just feel um, you know there's there's you know everyone's everyone needs needs a piece of you everyone needs needs you to do something there's right. there's emails flying in and, and voicemails and meetings and it just sometimes it, it, you don't you don't feel that so part of part of my job I think is to try and um, you know make make sure that that people realize. Um, just how important they are and and how appreciated they are because they, they truly are appreciated because uh, you know it's not just us in, in, in IT that are that are overworked everyone's overworked i think um, so that, that makes it makes it harder to, to, to find the time to, to pause and, and do those those thank yous
0: right and and whereas the clin- clinician might be able to you know physically see uh, a patient improving and you know care improving it's it's not always. Uh, th- that's a bigger challenge for uh, I- on the IT side.
1: Yeah, that that line of sight to the patient. Yeah, that is that is a that is a challenge, and um, but I, I think it's one that that can be overcome.
0: Right. Okay. Now uh, you, you did touch on. Um, just how much is going on and, and you know, how much of a, of a challenge that can be um, with so many demands being placed on IT. And are there other things that you try to do to just make sure that, that uh, the staff is making sure that they're not overworked? Or if they're not, then, you know, making sure that there's, there's some kind of pluses in it for them or benefits just to, just to make sure that you're able to hold on to the good people?
1: One of the big things that, that we're going to do uh, here is, is we really need to, to implement the, the, the structures and the processes to help us help us manage the work. And, um, you know, that, that comes in the form of, at, at the high level, uh, a governance process. So you have a place to go to, to say, look, here's, here's what the health system is requesting, here's what we're recommending, um, here's the resources required, and then and make some decisions about what we're at, what's in and what's out. Um, because without without that process, it's, it 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 becomes you know literally who's who's screaming the loudest type of a scenario, um, and, and and every all work is all work is good and, and expected. Um, so we're going to implement that, that governance process, and we've already we we started on that, but we have a long way to go in that as well. But we want to put some, some structures in place to help with this, so portfolio management um, and, and time tracking. Uh, a a very small set of of people within our organization just devoted to this to this task of of managing the portfolio managing the priorities uh, helping to really you know quantify what the capacity is for us to to do things and and make sure we have a process that that we pick okay what what are we gonna what are we gonna do and report on its its value maintain tight communications with the organization because you know often where where i ask organizations were you know were left is is being you know that that black hole stereotype that that, that people say and, and and that's really not that's not a function of people wanting to be a black hole that's a function of there's just so much there and you just just responding to the work that's in front of you that that creates those the the space where you know you you can't get back you can't respond to to everybody that's 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 calling you. So we want to we create that. And as I talked with my, my leadership team, I said, look, this is an imperative for us. Um, you know, saying no is, is not, the, not the option. Um, that is not going to last, and, and um, that, that's not a good management technique. But putting these things in place, we, we, we really owe that to our uh, team uh, so that we can have some rational decisions made about the, the investment that the organization is making in us and how that and how that is spent, so that that that's critical
0: okay now with uh, with with the health system that's the, that's the size of presence, which is you know obviously fairly large um, how does it work in terms of uh, the, the government the governance set up with i t like are, are there kind of regional um, uh, director positions that report to you or like how, how does that work just in terms of you know being able to to look at the whole picture of the whole organization and in the and the needs?
1: Yeah, no. There's we have a slightly different structure. There's it's not broken up into uh, IS folks that are in charge of regions. It's 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 much more from a leadership level in our IS organization based on on functions. So whether that be technology or clinical technology or or um, you know ERP type type systems. That's that's how we do it. We are adding um, you know one one piece to the organization. That's going to be a, a, a system director level role around. Uh, strategy and, and planning and, and, and finance and governance. Um, and I forget the exact title but those words are kind of mixed up in there, or at least three of those four words are, are mixed up in there. And that person's gonna have a, a small staff of four four people. Um, and, and they're they're really the ones that are gonna gonna help us make sure we have a single intake process, gets into a portfolio process. So we have we have people that you know they don't have you know any task other than to you know, help manage this portfolio of, of ideas, um, take them from idea to business case to decision, uh, those those kinds of things, and so that's how we're gonna that's how we're gonna approach it, um, and and I think that's a, a critical piece. And, and when, when I look at, I mean, just the the amount of investment that we we have to do and we will be will be spending, uh, but you know that. Um, if we did everything that, that people were asking us to do, the investment will be two or three times what actually will be will be spent. Um, we have to, to to devote some resources to where. Look, this is just the job to help, you know, manage and make sure we're investing where we need to. Otherwise, we'll we'll only get get the right outcomes for for technology. And it just just will be out of sheer luck. And in the population health world. Um, you know, it's not just about are we capturing enough to produce a clean bill. That's that you know those days are are, are going away, if if not already gone. Uh, we have to make sure our investments uh, work really really well to achieve the goals that we need. So I, I think it's a critical and necessary component. Just just as as much as as it is making sure we have people that can manage the technology we have.
0: Right. Looking into. Uh 2015 what are some of the other um, like bigger priorities on your plate
1: well we have to sort out from a from a strategy standpoint what we're doing what we're doing with health information exchange we have a lot of different um, initiatives and technologies and and, and not a a coherent strategy right now got some good things but we need to you know I need to know uh, what technology what programs we push which ones we de-emphasize which ones we we talk to this group and use with this group, and which ones we use with other groups, et cetera. Um, so we need to, we need to close that out, and based on that, we have some implementation of technology to do in that that space as well. Uh, we need to, to, to know how that feeds into a, a clinical data re- repository, into a data warehouse, uh, so that we can make sure all of the analytics are, are fed properly. We need to take some good work we've done with telehealth and and close that out and make sure we have a a full rollout plan for population health, telehealth, whether that be home monitoring or teleconsults or, 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 video, or synchronous patient-doctor visits, et cetera. Uh, we do need to make our, our decision around um, the, the number of patient databases we have between EPIC and, and Meditech, so we have to do some planning around that. Uh, those are the kinds of things, I think, that we, that we have as priority
0: right I'm sure that, that that whole decision as far as you know the, the number of- pa- patient databases as, as we touched on a little bit before that that's a very big decision, and uh, it's it's not one that that can be uh, rushed into, especially when you said you're talking about several different versions of uh, Meditech, right well
1: i think I think it's one version but but uh, six different databases
0: oh right, okay. All right, and then what about um, as far as patient engagement? Um, what what, uh, what type of adoption are you seeing, and and is there uh, uh, multiple portals?
1: Yeah, we we've got a lot of multiple multiple everything, but portals <laughs> is one place where we have multiple. So we have we have uh, uh, one with with Meditech, we have one with Epic, and we also have one um, available, not rolled out for our. A clinically integrated network and so that's that's an example of where uh, okay how do we get one and, and as, as we're, we're going at risk with not just presence but we're going at risk with many many partners who, who will never be on uh, you know our one, one electronic medical record uh, What how do we do that and, and is, it, is it possible to create a place where you could interact with, with presence in the broader context um, through one portal, and so whether it be that that physician partner that that you go to is your primary care uh, and that physician is is in partnership with presence through presence health partners and, and, and contracts to be at risk is that something that we you know we can offer or do we you know just narrow it down and okay for the for the presence you know organization itself there is going to be one portal and, and how do we do that across the the two and does it have to be connected with um, the electronic medical records, or can that flow more direct more off like say the clinical data repository right. um, so patient engagement is is a critical component for population health, so we need to get that right so there's there 's some strategy effort that that will be taking place there
0: and and you talked about the, the the clinical integration platform and what um what is the the strategy there just as far as like what you have in place that that 's something that can uh, connect, uh, you know, the, the different um, different clinical systems, like from different vendors, things like that.
1: Yeah, so we have we have, um, we have a, a capture technology that that can go out to physician practices and, and, and grab their data essentially and, and bring it back. Uh, we have a, a private HIE strategy with the technology in place that that um, is is acting as our clinical data repository. Uh, that we have our, our Epic and Meditech systems are, are feeding. So uh, we do have the technology that we can we can go about that. Um, we've also been a supporter, early supporter of the Metropolitan Chicago Health um, Commission's uh, Health Information Exchange. So uh, we, we'd like to see how we can fit that into the broader picture as well.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from HealthSystemCIO.com. To hear other podcasts. Visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.